0: Usually, we want to learn from really good teachers. But, did you know that we can actually learn a lot from bad teachers? You see, bad teachers don't teach us what to do. They teach us what not to do. Welcome to the Bridge Beyond English podcast. This is an English podcast that will help you expand your creative thinking, global awareness, and cross-cultural communication skills so that you can connect more deeply with the world. I'm your host, David Nagai. This episode is about learning from bad teachers (laughs) okay so it seems a bit strange to learn from a bad teacher right usually we want to learn from good teachers so what is a teacher in the first place well it could be a person like a person who you know personally from childhood or currently. Uh, it could be a co-worker, a boss, a friend, a neighbor. It could be anyone in your life. Or it could be someone who's famous. So it could be a person and it could also be an institution or a company. Uh, a company culture that has kind of this reputation or personality within its own institution. So usually we want to learn from somebody or something that we admire and want to uh, copy or be like, right? Uh, Someone kind or successful, smart, talented, funny, someone who has achieved something positive or is viewed positively by most people. But what about people who are the opposite of what we want to be like? Or companies who are the opposite of what we want to be like if we run a company? Is it possible for us to learn from these people and companies like they are our teachers? But instead of teaching us how to act, what to think, and so on, they teach us how not to behave, how not to think. When we look at them, they can bring clarity to us about what we don't want. So you see in this way anyone or anything can be our teacher. And with this flipped upside down opposite mindset we can make it more and more clear who we don't want to be. What we don't want to be like. And hopefully, this can help us move deeper and deeper into how we want to act, how we want to think. We can move deeper into who we want to be. So, let's just look at a few examples for the rest of this episode so that we can get an idea of what this looks like. So I'll start with some personal examples and then move to some famous examples and that includes famous people and uh, maybe some famous companies, company cultures. So for me personally let's start back in high school. In high school I had a friend He was a pretty good friend of mine, and he would make jokes. He was really funny, really funny, one of the funniest guys in our class. It seemed like a lot of people liked him, and he was quite popular. But the problem was his jokes would often be hurtful. He would make fun of people. So it was confusing because people liked him, and he was popular, and he, he was my friend too. Uh, he, he probably didn't even know that he was a bully with his jokes. He was just trying to get attention and be popular and uh, be valuable with his jokes. That was the way that he presented some kind of value to his group of friends, right? So as I looked at him, I could learn to use my humor not to be a bully, not to hurt people, but instead flip it upside down and use humor to bring fun and joy to people, not to make people feel stupid. Okay, let's go to another friend from my past. Uh, An old friend of mine was really friendly and skilled, really skilled in many ways. But what I realized was that she always talked about, can you guess? Herself. (laughs) She always talked about herself, her ideas, her goals, her projects, and her achievements. The friendship was like, a one-way street. uh, Her way. (laughs) That was the way the street went, only in her direction. So it's like I was a listening box or a a mirror for her to talk to, but not listen to. (laughs) So what I learned from that experience was how important it is to ask questions and listen when you're with your friends. Of course, we can talk about ourselves, but a friendship has to be mutual, right? We have the opportunity to be curious about other people and show concern for their ideas, their experiences, their hopes, and their dreams. That is what friendship is about. So that's what I learned from that friend. Now, let's move to a coworker. So, there was this coworker I had once upon a time, and he was really smart, like really smart and talented. Uh, but the problem was he was really negative. And I don't mean just, you know, critically thinking or trying to fix problems or skeptical about some things. I mean, he never smiled, (laughs) he never smiled, he was always really serious and uh, very negative about the present and the future situation, and he was very fearful and nervous, Uh, he would never trust people, he was never satisfied with work or anything, always negative. So In some ways, I I feel sorry for him because I think that he maybe didn't realize how negative he was. And for him, it probably was a big stress and burden. So I tried to be positive with my words and remind him that uh, I wasn't so bad. (laughs) Uh, But it was very, well, impossible, it seemed, for him to change his mind. So when I spent time with him, it made me feel very negative and low and a little bit depressed. And again, I like to try to help my friends or coworkers who feel some fear or negative energy. But it came to a point where there was no way for me to help him or for him to change his perspective at all. And it would just bring me and other people down, which was not very healthy for any of us. So what I learned from that coworker was the power of being positive. Even just a little bit of positivity and joy can actually transform yourself and the coworkers you work with. So don't underestimate how your negative or positive energy can impact your co-workers, your whole department or office. So now let's move to a manager I once had. So this was a manager who was a perfectionist (laughs) and super, super, super serious. Nobody under her leadership felt comfortable because she was always nitpicking and only pointing out our mistakes. Everybody felt nervous and judged and negative all the time around her. (laughs) We were scared. We almost never heard any positive words from her um, and it was very stressful. So in fact, people under her would eventually, actually quit. (laughs) And I don't really think she understood (laughs) that she was the reason people kept on quitting. (laughs) So she had a lack of self-awareness about how she was influencing the people under her leadership. And it was not pretty, not good. So eventually... When I quit that job, there were a few reasons, but she (laughs) was certainly one of the reasons. But now I can look back and say thank you. (laughs) Thank you for showing me an example that I never ever want to follow. An example that inspired me so much. (laughs) It inspired me so much to be the opposite type of manager or leader or coworker. Someone who can be positive and encourage and motivate people and be self aware, to be aware of the way that I'm acting and how that impacts other people's work performance, emotions, and overall quality of life in the office. So maybe you can also look back to some bosses or managers or coworkers or friends that you've had and you can identify some of your bad teachers <laughs> who have taught you so much and you can look back and in your mind you can say thank you, thank you, thank you for teaching me what not to be, how not to act, so that you can choose a better way that is more positive and life-giving for your life. Okay, so those were some of my personal examples. And now let's look at some companies and famous examples. So, let's start with Amazon. We all know Amazon, we probably all have received an Amazon package in the last week or so. <laughs> so I love the service of Amazon as a customer, they have great customer service, but um, in my opinion, this is just my opinion, as an Amazon customer, that Amazon does not treat their employees especially their delivery people and people uh, at the lower end of the spectrum, very well. I think that they overwork them, underpay them, and don't really take care of their workers. Of course, they take care of their customers. The customer is king. The customer is number one. That's why we're all so satisfied, but I do not respect Amazon's method of treating their lower level delivery people who work so hard to make the company so great for the customer. But when I look at that, I can learn something. So if I have my company, if I have employees, I actually want to make my company a good place to work, where I can have peace of mind and actually I can have pride around how I treat my workers so that the workers under me are happy and satisfied and they feel heard and like they have dignity and respect. That's the kind of company I would like to create. Now once again. My goal here is not to criticize or boycott Amazon or various companies or people. My goal is to talk about this concept where we can learn from bad teachers. Of course, we can also learn a lot of good things from people or companies like Amazon. We can learn about amazing customer service, amazing ability to scale and diversify their different services and products, it's truly an amazing company. But within that, I can learn from one part of it that I think is very negative, and that can help me transform that aspect in my life or work into something positive. Okay next is (laughs) Coca-Cola. Okay, everyone knows Coca-Cola because they are so famous and advertised everywhere in the world. I kid you not, I was in the dry desert in Rajasthan, India. It was a village, and every village I went to, there's, there's barely even enough water for people to survive. It, it barely rains. They have to creatively collect water. And there in the desert, you see these signs painted on walls or made on wooden signs near a store. Coca-Cola. <laughs> so Coca-Cola is everywhere. One of the problems, however, is that Coca-Cola has often taken water from the land in certain parts of the world where water was scarce or limited in order for them to make coke or whatever soft drinks under their company and to run their factories to create this global corporation that is everywhere in the world. And that hurts local communities who are trying to get enough water from their wells. And Coca-Cola has that power and they have many times not respected that local community need. Which is an essential need, right? Water is life. And that is something that I struggle with when I think about... Coca-Cola and other companies that hurt local communities because they want to make a profit. So that's one thing and the other thing you can see anywhere that Coca-Cola is sold or any Coca-Cola soft drink uh, whatever the different names are under the company and what I mean is soft drinks have so much sugar and people really get hooked drinking them so for kids especially but also adults anyone who drinks soft drinks is ingesting or consuming so much sugar and it's so unhealthy and this presents huge health problems uh, including diabetes and this is something that I just don't really respect. Especially when their advertising is all about happy, good-looking people at the beach drinking Coke and trying to have a good time and making it seem like you'll be really happy and connected and healthy and attractive if you drink Coke. And, Of course, they also use Santa Claus to market it, so just the marketing, the advertising, uh, it doesn't really line up with the horrible impact that Coke has on the world. I think that the, the world would actually be a happier, better place without Coke. But remember, I'm not just trying to make Coke look bad, I'm not only trying to critique them. They are my bad teacher, (laughs) right? They are my bad teacher. So what can we learn from bad Coca-Cola teacher? Well, bad Coca-Cola teacher, thank you for teaching me what not to do. I want to, if I have a company that sells anything that people consume, I want it to be relatively healthy. I want it to be good for adults, good for kids, and also good for the environment, good for the people in the community where I create the food or drink or product. So in the same way, anything we sell or provide, if it's a product or a service, we can choose to work for or with companies that do good for people instead of hurt them or hurt the environment and hurt their health and if we start a company or run a company we have that opportunity and responsibility to decide how to run things to make it good for people Uh, so good for people good for our employees Uh, Make a profit, but also make sure it's good for the customer in a deep way and also good for the environment. Okay, so we've talked about Amazon and Coca-Cola. So, two famous companies. And let's talk about two famous men. Hmm, I wonder if you can guess who I'm going to talk about. (laughs) Okay, my students know, if they're listening... The first person is, yes, you guessed it, Donald Trump. Yeah. Um, He's a nice guy to some people, uh, depends on who they are. Uh, Donald Trump is the former president of my country, and he has taught me so much. Uh, I consider him to be uh, a teacher. He has done some good things, um, but I want to focus on uh, maybe some of the things where he has been a bad teacher, but actually a good teacher for me because his bad actions or behavior has taught me what not to do. And just to say, we all have the potential to do some negative things that are similar to what Donald Trump or other people have done, so we all have the capacity. So let's not think that we are necessarily better than these bad teachers, we actually need to be careful that we learn from them so that we don't copy them in small ways or big ways. So Donald Trump, in my opinion, has sometimes acted in very arrogant ways, in very selfish ways that hurt people. Both individuals as well as large groups of people. And the way that he lies and changes his answer depending on who he's talking to. The way he does not admit his own mistakes. This is simply not the kind of person I want to be. So, thank you, former... US President Trump for being my teacher Uh, so now I can remember that I might also act that way if I'm not careful so I want to be humble and I want to admit my mistakes and my failures and I want to be kind to people even if I disagree with them I want to listen to them and I want to respect them okay so let's move on from Trump and let's go to a very famous actor so this is a very famous American actor Uh, let's see if you can guess who he is he's a very good actor he can act in many different types of roles He's very attractive, very mysterious, very talented. Can you guess? Uh, One time he dressed as a pirate. Yes, it's Johnny Depp. So I always admired Johnny Depp so much for his acting abilities. I feel like he can act in any role. Uh, He's such a great actor and super handsome. I really wish I was half as handsome as him and unfortunately my wife probably thinks he's more handsome than I am which is it's just true you know it's probably true but uh, shogunai as we say in Japan that's alright but Johnny Depp is my teacher he's my bad teacher he's my good teacher for acting and for being so talented, but he's also my bad teacher. So what can I learn from some things that he has taught me that are negative? Well, as you may know from the news a while ago, he he abused his wife. So he physically abused and verbally abused his wife. So I don't know all the details, and we don't need to talk about the details, But that is something that none of us should do. And it's just so sad when somebody with so much uh, charisma and skill and fame hurts their wife. So at the beginning of this episode, we talked about some of my old friends and co-worker and manager. And I want to thank them all for... Being my teachers, so that I can think about what I don't want to be like, so that I can choose something better for myself and the way I treat people and communicate with them. And I also want to thank Amazon.com for their wonderful customer service and the way they do so many great things, but also just acknowledge their dark side of how they treat some of their lower-level workers. And that is a great lesson for all of us about how to treat our employees or our team or subordinates. And Coca-Cola, oof, you delicious drink. I loved you as a child, and you probably made me less healthy in my life, even though you put a smile on my face many times. (laughs) So Coca-Cola, you are my bad teacher. You have not always helped the local communities and you have made the world a much less healthy place since 1892. But we can learn from that about how to make the world a healthier place. So We have that choice. With what we sell and what services we provide, we can make the world a healthier place and better for the local communities. And, Mr. Former President Trump, you taught me so much over the past several years, and I just don't have enough time to thank you or to list all the things you have taught me. <laughs> but thank you, sir. I will do my very best to implement all the great things you have taught me. And last but not least, Johnny Depp. Wow, you are a good looking actor, very talented. And you remind all of us that no matter how talented or good looking, or successful, or rich, or famous a person is. It's your actions. It's your character. It's the way you treat people that really matters. So we all have good teachers and bad teachers in our life. And actually, most teachers are a mixture. They're partly good, partly bad, Maybe that is the human condition. We're all mixed. And we all have a choice each day to move toward a positive direction or a negative direction. So as you look at your teachers, who do you want to imitate? And who do you want to do the opposite of? And before we judge all those teachers too harshly, let's look at ourselves. So ask yourself, who do you teach? Who do you influence? And what kind of teacher do you want to be? Okay, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. If you're enjoying this podcast, be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. If you want to help us spread this podcast to more people, you can write a review or leave a rating. And finally, if you are interested in using English, to expand your creative thinking, global awareness, and cross-cultural communication skills, you can join a free trial class right here in Yokohama Motomachi or online. If that is something that interests you, you can click the link in the show notes or just visit us at English. I'm your host, David Nagai. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.